Welcome everybody to this edition of Soulful Sessions. I have the cosmic forecast coming up here with Madeleine Parker. We are excited that you have joined us. We're going to be talking about the energy coming up for the month of November. And Madeline, Madeline and I were talking before recording and you know, I was getting just a little sense of the picture, uh, energetic picture of the month this, this uh, November. And here are some of the key words that she described there. It's a month of change. And this was my favorite word, shake up. So we're going to have some shakeups yeah. Yeah. happening. Uh, however, we don't want to scare anyone. It's just more like the sense of shakeups in order to see where we maybe need to course correct, or maybe where we need a little bit of the foundation shored up, or maybe we need to, um, you know, put some uh, some compound or some spackle on the cracks in the in the walls, that sort of thing. So we're really looking at a situation this month of big some big energy and we've got some eclipse energy as well so madeleine welcome thank you for being yeah, here once hi. again hi amelia thank you for having me um i'm excited to give this report because it's going to be a really interesting month and yes it's going to be big changes radical whenever we have uranus in the mix expect the unexpected in other words it's very hard for astrologists to even predict anything with uranus but what they can predict is that there's going to be radical change it's going to be <laughs> shift you know, we've got, and plus we have eclipses. So eclipses are all about, you know, these are pivot points. These are eclipses will, will turn your life in the direction that your fate really needs is supposed to go. And that it, the harder you are, are resisting this change, the more sort of dramatic the eclipse experiences. So, mm. uh, and then plus, you know, we're having this new moon in Scorpio, which is again, a sort of a death and rebirth energy. And it's ruled by Mars and Mars is in on all of this squaring, um, which we're going to talk about. So, you know, these are radical actions. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to feel motivated. We're going to be energized. We're going to, we're going to want to make some changes. We're going to be, we're going to be making the changes. We're tired of, 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 of something that we have. There's a change we've been reluctant to make that Uranus is going to come in and, and sort of shake things up and make us change it. So it's, a, yeah, course correction, but really it's, it's to our truth because Scorpio is the truth, the sun and the moon are going to be in Scorpio and Mars is going to be in Scorpio. Then we've got Venus also going in, I'm sorry, uh, Mercury going into Mercury going into Sagittarius, Mercury's in Scorpio right now. So we've got Mercury, Mars conjunct, squaring Saturn with the sun squaring Saturn, opposing Uranus. Uranus is also squaring Saturn. So this is going to be interesting. Wow. That's, yeah. that's sounds like a lot of planetary action. All yes. like uh, very combusting because the sun is with Mars. It's very combusting energy, explosive outbursts, uh, Mercury in on the scene there. This is around the 10th and the 12th when Mercury and Mars start to square Saturn. Um, yeah, they're squaring Saturn and conjuncting the sun, I think, at that point, too. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, there's going to be, there's a buildup here happening. There's, you can already start to see it in the, in the collective, you know, with sort of a rebellion about the mandates and, and people pushing back on some of the restrictions that are being governmentally, um, put 
on everybody. So, you know, you're going to see that really, really kick up pretty, pretty big. So, so let's start maybe at the, you mentioned um, oh. the, the 10th and 12th, but let's maybe start the first week of November. Give us a little bit of like the, the general framework for the opening of the month of November from, an, from sure. a cosmic standpoint. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, I think everybody can kind of feel the energies of Uranus kind of coming in here because the sun and the sun and, and the moon are going to, there's going to be a new moon opposing Uranus and Mars is, is when does Mars, Mars is currently, let's go ahead and share the screen, shall we? Sure. Oh, uh, I don't know uh, if we have it. I don't know that we have it set up to do it right now. Okay, then I will just sort of look at it here. Yeah, take a peek at it and share with us what you Pop see. back and forth. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, at the beginning of the month, I mean, right at the very, like today, let's go to today. Let's do the beginning of the month starts off with the sun squaring Saturn, the Mercury squaring Pluto, um, but we're really going to pass that. That's kind of some of the tension energy that people are feeling. Mars is currently at zero degrees right as we speak. It's, it's ingressing into Scorpio, which is, you know, a lot of that energy that, that people are feeling right now. And then we, which is, you know, a lot of people I know can feel the, 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 the energy of tension kind of building. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of feel it in your, in your, in your lower abdominal <laughs> and, um, so, so that's building up to the, the fourth, which is in a couple of days here. Let's go to the fourth where we have this, um, where we have this new moon in Scorpio and, you know, also want to mention that how do I find you again? Okay, here we go. Also, we have Venus conjuncting Juno. So Scorpio is also like um, deep emotional. So, so these could be also very positive romantic energy as well, because we got a Venus conjunct Jupiter. So depending, of course, what house is, you know, for cancer anyway, it's a very strong relationship stuff because we've got Pluto in the seventh house, these things going in, we've got Jupiter, I mean, Mars, sun and mercury and the moon all in your fifth house for cancer so anyway it's not it's not all bad we're just there's going to be sudden surprising knowledge or information coming out opposing the sun and the moon and the sun and the moon so there's going to be revelations there's going to be truth spoken there's going to be a lot of romantic relationships that have been separate and maybe twin flames the truths are going to come out there's going to be communication coming out um that's surprising like very surprising um and action because mars is in the picture mars is all about action so people that are ruled by mars right now scorpio and aries they're going to be very fired up right now. Very charged, very, very motivated to move and act. <laughs> do so, something. Yeah. Yes. Not there and do something. Yeah. But for everybody, this, this is going to be, of course, if you have a planet in, in Scorpio, you might want to look at your chart and see what will, because that's going to be a slightly more louder experience for you. And if you don't have a planet, it'll still, whatever house you've got Scorpio covering is going to be where, you, you know, you can expect some truths coming out, some revelations coming out. And, you know, I would say some shifting in decision making, like changes of your mind, you know, in some sort of radical way around 
around relationships or whatever house you know this falls in um, for you, whatever axis the Taurus Scorpio axis falls in. And by the way, whatever in your chart, I really recommend people studying their charts and knowing their charts so that you can just know because for the whole month of November that because we got that eclipse at the end of the month in Taurus, that is you're really going to be a lot of activation in your life. So for me, it's in the 11th and 5th, which is friends and relationships. So it, it's, it's going to be very interesting. So the new moon, yeah. So the new moon in Scorpio is going to basically create um, a revelation, some truths coming out that, that will course correct you, pivot you. Also, the, these are relationships and situations that are more your truth. Scorpio is all about the truth, your true soul. It's about your soul. And it's about, it's, it's, it's the unseen. And it's, it's sort of that which has been unseen that is truly in your soul that you, that you need to now activate and take action for. Um, so if, for anyone who's listening now, Madeline and I do a new moon and full moon live on IG every month. It's the, excuse me, the Thursday before the full or new moon. And it just so happens that this upcoming new moon on the fourth happens to fall on a Thursday. So we're going to be doing on the actual new moon. So please do join us for those or catch the replays, because even if you miss the replay on that day, you know, the new moon isn't just the one day it's going to carry through the cycle. So even if you listen to it a little bit later, you will still get some, valuable information that would be really helpful for you to navigate some of the energy. So just, yeah, we'll, just we'll go through all the 12 signs. So, um, you know, know your ascendant, that's important. So if you want to go ahead and tell us if any, okay. any other exciting things are happening with the upcoming, with the, the first week of November, if anything else is going on that we need to yeah, know about. Go to that. That's kind of it. I mean, you know, we've had the squares and, and you're going to be seeing that right now because we've got a, the beginning of the month, we have the sun squaring Uranus and we have, we have Mercury squaring Pluto. It's finishing up. We have Mercury, sun square Saturn, Mercury squaring Pluto. And so we're probably feeling that right now with some of the mandate backlash, people kind of, you're starting to see some of that energy right now. And, and, and so with this new moon in Scorpio, you're going to get... Uh, opposing Uranus, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be on a collective level. I think you're going to see people, um, because Mars is there, um, I would say you're going to see some truths communicated. You're going to see, uh, and also finances. You know, Uranus is in the sign of Taurus. So there could be some sort of financial shifting going on, some kind of truths coming out about finances. Um, in the sign of Taurus, which is Uranus and Taurus. Now, Taurus is in Uranus in everybody's chart somewhere it falls. And what Uranus is doing in Taurus is it's reestablishing new structures and finances. It's reestablishing how we make our money individually and how the collective and in the world, how we're, we're restructuring something financially in the world. It's changing. But also in everyone's individual life, there's some evolution occurring where they're becoming more financially independent, utilizing social media more for their income. And by the end of the transit, which I think is in about four more years, we might be about halfway through that transit, you're going to start seeing financial liberation. And also because Taurus is a very stable energy, it's structure, it's, 
it's long-term, it's ruled by Venus, so it's a benefic. Um, so, so whatever shifts and changes that are occurring in every one of these transits that involve Uranus, it's to evolve you more and the collective to financial freedom and independence and liberation, which is why we also have right now Uranus squaring Saturn. So wherever Saturn, the government or restrictions or are restricting our uh, financial liberation and expansion, you're gonna get pushback on Saturn. So does that make sense? Yeah, so that and but so that's still the first week. You're yeah. still talking about the first week. Okay. Yeah, and this so, is the thing pretty much till the end of the year. You're gonna see it because we have an eclipse in December, and then we have a, another exact square of Uranus and Saturn in December. Um, and that's really a point of like action point, but but we've already had two of these transits already. Uh January 6th was one somewhere early January, I forget the other one may have been May or June. And so now we're getting the third run of it. And when we get the third run of it, everyone's really become more evolved in this matter. Whatever the situation is, there's going to be a progression. There's gonna be a sort of a resolve. So with, and then, you know, we won't go into that yet because I'm jumping ahead here, but we're, we're, we're looking at this new moon, Scorpio, the sort of the, the beginning of it. We're, we're, it's all building. Yeah. Well, and with, I mean, with this upcoming new moon, it, it like, it is a beginning, you know, it is yeah, the start of, right. of, a new, of a new moon cycle. And with Scorpio too, that's rebirth. I mean, there's yeah. a, a lot of energy. So for anyone who's out there right now, that's feeling like their, their life is like, kind of like, what the heck is going on? Everything feels very unstable. And mm -hmm. uh, like we were sharing before, shaken up a bit. Yeah. This is all in preparation for the changes that are coming and yeah. for the better, you know, it's all, yeah. it's all moving us in a, in a bigger and better direction. Yeah. So we're looking at transformation, death and rebirth. It's purging, it's clearing, it's getting, it's, it's releasing the old stagnant ways because we're, we're developing a new structure here, a new foundation with the North node going into Taurus here at the, at the beginning, at the end of the month, the beginning of December. So we're really looking at establishing <clears throat> financial security and, and, and foundation, you know, we're, we're, we're shifting our lives to a more, everyone's going to start making more choices that are more <clears throat> foundational. Um, and, you know, that's with the North Node going into Taurus in the end of the month here. Um, actually, I think the North Node technically will go into Taurus in December. Of course, it'll happen in December, but I just was wondering on the date of that. Um, do we have the North Node transiting in then? I have to look that up exactly when that happens. But anyway, um, but we are looking at letting go of old structures and ways of earning our money that are no longer uh, foundational for us, that are no longer sturdy and, and secure. Uh, it's Taurus is all about security. So, so we've got this new moon in Scorpio rattling up what we thought was secure, rattling it, and then, and then shaking it, releasing it so that we're not making fear grippage choices. And then we, we're going to be forced in possibly crisis. Some of these moons show up as crisis. Full moons can show up as a crisis in our lives and the eclipses can too, but it's really just revealing our resistance to a shift that our soul is pushing us to make. I love that, this, that distinction between crisis and resistance. Yeah. You know, it's, it feels like a crisis because there's some part of it that we are resisting. So that's yeah. really, yeah, that's really cool. 
yeah. um, and, or, you know, what's the like fast choices, fast movement, fast decisions. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so what about for week two, after we have that new moon, that's transformation. Yeah. Well, we have Venus in the November 5th, we have Venus going into Capricorn. See, very stabilizing energy. Venus going into Capricorn is a very earth sign. So Venus and romantic people, romantic stuff is going to sort of, people are going to stabilize their relationships to the right relationship, the one that can last, these new structural foundational beginnings. And November 5th, we have Mercury going into Scorpio, which is going to zoom up and catch up with Mars and the sun around the 10th and 12th, squaring Saturn. So we're going to get a lot. This is global, by the way. The whole world, you're going to get a, around that second week, you're going to feel a buildup of tension. And also, by the way, if you're a parent and you have children, your children, Mercury rules children, your children might be particularly rowdy and talk backy and all this sort of stuff, too. And then Mars is in on it. So, so there might be, if, if you, if, you know, this is a good time for you to really meditate and really practice your Mars, you know, knowing how Mars aspects your chart is really important right now, because then you can know how to sort of manage your Mars energy during this. But the idea is to, is to kind of use this energy to fuel, it gives you a lot of energy to fuel change. And you can either funnel it through conflict these are very powerful energies these are combustible energies but you really want to focus in on this is energy of focus you want to take this because mercury is about focus mars is action so you want to take this and focus in this energy to, towards something very productive constructive um creating the changes that you need to take so you want to you want to funnel that energy so you don't want to get too distracted by the conflicts or or it going against the grain what you need to do going against the the reason you haven't created these changes in your life anyways possibly because it's gone against the grain anyway so now it may have gone against your dad because saturn represents the father it may have gone against what you what your father may have been impressed about you in a personal level but even in a collective level we're going against the father because the father represents the 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 old and the 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 sort of the way it used to be and and now we're we're, we're shifting to because aquarius is all about innovation it's all about technologies so so in order for us to change we're going to have to go against the status quo it's it's just par the take it, it and we have to expand this way the the universe we have to change so so we're going to go against structures and establishments that are preventing us from taking these expansive changes and shifts and within our own mind too we we have sort of a a, a a a matrix mind where we you know that that battles our heart where we're making choices that we think we need to make that create security and abundance rather than our heart is knowing you know a more a, a soulful truthful path so which more really the, yeah go ahead well i was just going to say just with the the it's that rigid old way of thinking you know yes. that pulls into that saturn piece of it. And what's really interesting is that I, I had a session with a client today who her life is opening up in such unexpected and magical ways. So we've got the mm -hmm. unexpected Uranus aspect of it. And then the, the following your heart versus your head, mm -hmm. you know, there's tons of reasons why from a logical standpoint, some of the things that she is embarking on might seem like, wow, you know, what, what is she doing? 
when really she's following her heart and everything is flowing, everything is opening, everything is working out. And I think that's a, a key piece to remember for folks now. It's the you know, you may have to go against the grain a little bit that may feel uncomfortable, but there's going to be some part of you that's been, that feels drawn to do it. That's yeah. feeling like there, you're, there's a calling to do it and uh, yes. it, it will work out. Yes. This really is about following, following your calling and aligning with the right truth for you that will, mm-hmm. that will bring you to your stable future you know, which is your soul truth is always going to be stabilizing, um, you know, uh, because that's, that's where you're going to maintain interest that can sustain a long stabilized new foundation or structure. But um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting because on a collective level, there's going to be a breakthrough, you know, with all of this too. So there, there is progress in this as much as it may feel because, because Scorpio is dramatic and it's intense and it does, it talks about fear. It's, it's a lot of fear. So we're, you know, a lot of people are, it's it's about freedom. So it's like facing, facing your, facing your fears and, and going for freedom. Right. That a Uranus transit that's people in, 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 taking on their fears and embracing freedom and um, fighting for freedom. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> so is there any more, is there any more like excitement for that second week? Of yeah. Freedom? So we're going to get a buildup of those energies of that combustion because then we're heading into the second week, I guess let's go ahead and move in. Then we get to like the next eclipse because we're going to be getting a partial lunar eclipse on the 19th at right. 27 degrees Taurus. It's at the end of Taurus, which is borderline, um, which is a switch, which is uh, right next to Gemini, which puts the North node right there. And then the South node is right there in, at the end degree Sagittarius, early degree Sagittarius, end degree Scorpio. So we're, we're really taking, we're really dropping an old structure for a new in a big way, financially. Um, and then let's look at the square, what's going on. Well, at that point, we're going to be looking at, let me look at the chart really quick here. Okay. Um, so we're looking at like the, the week of the, um of the full moon yeah we're going to jump across now so um i'm going to yeah because really that week that seg we've got sun square jupiter oh yeah we we want to talk about the sun squaring jupiter too and venus is trining uranus too and venus rules taurus so, so what day is this meddling that we are looking at the 15th of November, the 11th, I'm just looking at the other side of that squaring with Mercury and Mars squaring Saturn. We also, which is the ruler of the eclipse is Venus and she's trining Uranus at the same time that the sun is squaring Jupiter. Now that's when things are gonna look really interesting because then what you're gonna start seeing at that point Jupiter squaring the sun 
is very powerful for, and then we're getting towards the end in Vedic, I was talking about earlier where Jupiter is transgressing into the sign of Aquarius. So Jupiter is going to become much stronger. Jupiter ruled people are going to be much less blocked. Things are less blocked for Jupiter in general, which is for the people. So we're looking at some kind of victory here in these, in this, in this, I want to say, rebellion because uranus is the energy of rebellious so yeah. so with the sun trining what was it venus trining venus is the ruler of taurus and it's trining uranus and the sun is trining neptune at that time and the sun is squaring jupiter so you know there's going to be victory here i i really see that at the end of the month you're going to see a, a big shift in in the powers around the pushback towards the mandates and towards the restrictions. Um, some countries, some places might, depending on your chart, I think on some countries, they may, ex that are more Jupiterian ruled are gonna ex experience fast and rapid expansion and freedom from the whole thing. Like, you know, and individuals who are Jupiter ruled, but also Jupiter represents the people in general and expansion. So Jupiter's expansion is going to win. Somehow there's going to be, I know, somehow there's going to be some sort of easement or some sort of setback, but somehow the people will achieve some sort of victory. That is freedom um, because it's trining Uranus, Venus trining Uranus. So something, and, and you're going to see a lot of strength here. Um, in in jupiter related things in jupiter related people <laughs> like <laughs> i'm double i've got my sun in sagittarius my moon in pisces so that's going to be strong for me double. Uh, yeah so um i'm looking forward to jupiter's advancement through the through the out of capricorn it's going to be good <laughs> so um so, so are there yeah. any are there any are there any goodies in that third week besides the full moon and again we also have a live on that that will be yeah doing. i mean don't forget with that we've got mars is also mars is going to get opposing uranus as not to mention these squares mercury and mars are still opposing uranus um so uh, i'm gonna say activities that action-based um actions and movement changes that go again that 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 are because it's going against uranus here this is what's interesting if there's there's going to be some sort of conflict involved you know people possibly will be be disagreeing on a lot of things so there's going to be you know, this is a conflicting energy. Oppositions involves arguments. It's in Taurus, Mars, and Scorpio. Could be around finances. Um, you know, um, some people predict this eclipse could be a kind of a financial um, collapse for the market. Some people say that that's in 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 the works. Um, but um, the Jupiter, the people, I think the mass, the people are going to stand very well in that you know, experience. Now we were talking about possible lack. Taurus is about food and farming and, and stuff. So there might be an eclipse. So, so, you know, we could see lack. I know we got a lot of crates stuck out in the ocean and there are people are experiencing sort of lack, but really that's because we're supposed to sort of evolve into less dependence on sort of foreign trade and becoming more 
Aquarian, which is local technologies and the people that are around us and sort of more, we're, we're going to evolve. Like you can't get that particular bottle of spumante from Florence, but you can get a really good version of it from California or from, you know, another great vineyard in Portland or somewhere, you know. So we're, we're going to sort of become more home-based, more root, grassroots, more what, because it's bad for the environment anyway. So, you know, and all this mass consumerism that all these crates are out there and they're dumped, a lot of them get crashed. One of them, I think, crashed in the ocean and just spilled everything out in the ocean. It's just a bunch of junk, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> we're all just buying too much junk. So it's almost like, so people might get freaked out about the lack and panic, but really, it's so that we shift and we evolve and we adapt and we change and we we start to develop our own sort of independent ways of acquiring of these things that it's, it's going to be better for the whole world anyway so all these changes that appear to be you know earth rattling changes i mean you know your security might feel really shaken during this but it's so that we it's almost like god pulling this and you know us holding on to the wrong things, and and helping us like pulling our hands off and no let go of this. This isn't this isn't good for us. You know it's not good for us to keep importing all this junk. You know. Well, and you know so what? It remind it reminds me of of you know back in the day when we would have certain fruits and vegetables at certain seasons. Right. That's and right. Now we can get fruit any kind of fruit all year yeah. round, which I personally love, but I also recognize that it's not ideal. It's yeah, not I mean, well, we're a little spoiled in that sense. We sort of expect yeah. what we want when we want it, you know, and I think that's gonna change. And I think we're gonna be happier for it because it's better for our environment, it's better for right. the world. And, you know, you're pulling more local employment, you know, you're utilizing your, your the people around you more. And so these are shifts sure. and changes that I think, as shaky and rattling as it may feel to our sense of security, we 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 develop more of a faith in the unseen and the divine and and you know the universe supporting us. And you, you know, the way God works in our lives is we can't always see the benefit in the moment of the of, yeah. of what's happening. That's so, so true. that's kind of what this is gonna be about, you know, this month. And it's it's for our better good. And it's, it's in ways that we've sort of been spoiled and we now need to kind of mature and, and, you know, it, the word is adaptable, but it's also death and rebirth. Uh, so we're going to have an awakening. This is an awakening period to sort of people shifting to doing what's good rather than indulgent, you know, um, because, it's not really that great for us anyway. <laughs> so we're evolving, you know, we're getting better and we're growing. And, um, you know, the, these, these are the types of energies that force us to make these growths. And, and with these Mars charged up in Scorpio, it has a lot of energy because Mars is ruled by Scorpio. Sorry, Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So when Mars is in Scorpio, it's pretty jacked up. It's ready to rock. It's ready to do it. It's ready to change. It's ready to take the actions that are needed. So, so is that, would you say that's pretty much, you know, we kind of touched on the, the, the first few weeks, the end, would you say that kind of, that's the theme that carries through the whole month? You yes. Know, we're we're going to be, have, well, 
we also have, I did mention, uh, we, have, we have the sun going into Sagittarius at the end of the month, and then we also have Mercury going into Sagittarius at the end of the month, which is a really optimistic, positive energy. Things are going to pick back up. You know, we won't talk about the next eclipse, but that's coming up early, early December, I think. Yeah, fifth. Anyway, okay. um, so, so we are, you know, we're going to see changes. It's, it's, it's kind of like that death and rebirth process where we, we release our fear attachments to things and we open up and we allow the new progress to happen, the new birth. You know, it's like holding onto an old pair of shoes and saying, okay, I don't need you anymore. I love you, but I don't, you're so comfortable, <laughs> but I have to say bye. And then, then you get like, you know, a, a, a new pair of shoes that's actually way better for your feet, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's hard, let, it's hard to let go sometimes, you know, it especially is. if it's, you know, that's a great example of, of shoes. You know, you, you break them in, they're so perfect. Right. They've taken you all these places. You have all these memories and you just can't let go of them. And when you finally do something even better. Yes. Just, and it's uncomfortable too, you know, so these are uncomfortable changes because these are changes we've been resisting because otherwise Uranus wouldn't be in the picture, wouldn't be you know, this electrifying energy coming in, just like zapping everybody, like going boom, like, yeah, <laughs> we're going yeah. to wake up. This is a mass awakening to have these Uranian type transits is mass awakening, um, which is, which is really awakening to our own power, like, like our own, we don't have to ask, you know, everybody thinking that here's the thing, Saturn in all these squares is an illusionary control. It's not, it's like the elephant with the chain that grew up with the baby had a chain and then grows up thinking he has a chain. It's like, we have mm -hmm. the illusion that Saturn allows us, doesn't allow us, is the rule maker. Well, the waking up period is when we go, well, we don't need to ask, you know, we don't need, we don't need to, our freedom is, is our right. It's, it's our freedom is not something we ask for. We, we, we take it. So you're going to get these people in general with, with Jupiter coming in, in a really strong place at the end of the month going, well, hey, you know, we're realizing we don't really need to sort of do all this. We don't have to, we can just say no, you know, and that's where there's power um, in, the, in the opposings of Saturn is that we don't have to support it. So, so you're gonna see a lot of sort of liberating energies, people, you know, like you're seeing it already, a lot of people quitting jobs where there's sh shop mandates, you know, vax mandates. So you know, people are going to come out, you know, you, I know, this sounds really crazy, but this is what we're going to start seeing. You're going to start seeing individual like, like healthcare workers and practitioners that have had their license taken away because they didn't follow the, the COVID protocol, let's say, start up their own health advisory group under their own licensing agreements. Like they're making up their own licensing. You know, we don't have to do it. You know, we're oh, gonna interesting. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you're gonna find they say, okay, well, we don't have to follow the American medical. That's Saturn, the rule. In fact, we're gonna come up with a new rule. And these are all the doctors who have had, you know really high um, credentials and all of this who are or who are who are deciding to go against pharmaceuticals, and they're gonna set up their own little network, their system that builds trust amongst their clients that we don't need Saturn and the government 
to give us credibility and trust in our in our work. So you're going to start seeing people waking up. Oh, you mean I don't have to do it that way? You mean it's okay if they take my license away and I don't push on and I don't push the jab or whatever? You know, I'm just using that as an example. So there's right. many ways that that can work. So people are going to start seeing. Oh, you mean I'm not allowed to do this? Oh, well, then I'll just do that. You know, like oh, I can't go if 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 somebody you know. Um, let me think of another example, um, wants to start a business and um, you have to travel and you can't travel right now. Let's just say, well, um, maybe they set up a system where you can um, plan it for the future. Or, you know, they can start the structures for it. And, and later down the line, they can know, like, in other words, we're going to adapt to what, what we're not allowed and we're going to get around it because that's how nature works. Nature, if there's a big rock in the way, a tree is going to go around the rock and put its roots around the rock and get the water where it can't. Right. So, so that's what we're going to see. We're going to see adapt, adapting and, and shifting of ideas, innovations too. Um, and, um, people are going to be very resourceful. So like, yeah, okay. So there's lack, but you're going to, people are going to be amazingly resourceful. People are going to start growing all kinds of food and homemade cheeses. They're going to have their own things going on. They're buying milk from the farm and then they'll make their own cheeses and sell it, you know, and it's going to have no pesticides in it, you know? So it's like, That's great. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah. So we can look at these changes and they can be scary, but they're only scary if you're really attached to the way things have been. And a Taurus eclipse is, is, is changing a foundational shift. I mean, you know, these are, we are, we are changing the way we live on, on, in, in a big way, you know, and, and you're going to find out local politics is changing too. You're going to find like, like politicians are going to adhere to the rules of the people. It's almost going to be non-denominational. It's almost going to be what Democrat, Republican. I don't know. I, we're just doing, we just need this. We just need to set this up. I mean, of course there's going to be some of that, but we might evolve away from that into just this politician represents this and in this area and, and we become more locally politically active rather than caring about the global act politics because you can make our local politics is what's completely uh, directly impacting our day-to-day -day mundane life. So, so we're going to see shifts and changes that improve the life for the people. And they're going to say, Oh, forget the main government. We're, you know, we're, we're going to do what we got to do for us here, you know, cause the people are now what's going to matter. And as soon as Jupiter goes into Aquarius in the Vedic um, system, you're going to see a lot of strength there, a lot of power behind all of this Aquarian energy, we're entering the age of Aquarius. It's going to win. The people are going to win, <laughs> zero doubt, because we're entering a 2000 year period of the era of the people. And we just come out of the era of Pisces, which was the era of clearing karma. Forgiving, becoming more high vibrational so that we would be ready for this period because the age of Aquarius is extremely high vibrational. So a lot of this stuff that we're going to let go of during these eclipses is our lower vibrational frequency, secure based, fear based stuff that's blocking us to, to create that expansion. So interesting big, isn't it? big yeah well i mean i think where we started talking about change and about yeah. shakeups we're back here again pretty much but there's a a really nice energy to it as far as what it's opening up for yes. everyone what it's allowing everyone to experience which which is something that we haven't had in quite some time 
Yes, I actually really do feel this is going to galvanize or bring everybody, the collective, to a it, it because some of these mandates are just too difficult for some people that that even people that are on the fence about this topic might lean in the, in the favor of of liberation, even if you do believe in the vax and, and all of that, you might, a lot of people are seeing, they still believe in, in a liberating environment or, or people being able to make their choices. So um, you might find that the collective leans together on this. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we are gonna get, we've got a Pluto return, you know, that's something we can talk about next time, which is coming up for America. Um, where we are going to get a lot of truths revealed, a lot of things, a lot of sort of corrupt things coming out, becoming more publicly known, um, you know, um, America's Pluto return. It was 240 years ago that we, that we became an independent country, and that was a time of a revolution, that was a time of a rebellion. Um, although it was violent, it is not predicted that things are going to be violent this time because in the age of Aquarius is more passive resistance. It's more just not, not doing it. It's just saying, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> We're not going to feed the, 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 the matrix that represses us anymore. And I think we're beginning to see that already, you know, the, yes, the are. those changes are happening. Yep. And now. it's not, you know, nothing in, a, in this country, freedom, the, all the freedoms that have been fought for in this country and the history of this country have, have, have taken to the streets, you know, the the the, the labor rights and and uh, children, you know, um, I, I gosh, I forget the labors for children, the laws for child labor, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and, right. Yeah. You know, throughout Double history, yeah, yeah, there's so yeah. many sort of freedom acts that we had to take for for unions and all this kind of stuff. I'm not saying that that's all coming back, but but my point is is that everything that all our liberations have always had to be taken. We've always had to stand up and say, we want our liberate, we want this freedom. We, we don't wanna be exploited here. Um, and, and that's kind of the evolution of this country. It's, it's, you know, so, but it's becoming a more great country because of that. We're gonna to evolve to, uh, you know, everywhere in the world, not just America, but the whole world is gonna evolve into a place where the people have more say in our in our lifestyle in our happiness you know oh that feels, that feels like such a nice that feels like a really good spot for us to to close that yeah. on, a, on a really high happy note on a you know for a month that's month. yeah that's going to be a a, a a wild ride so Yes, and this is the secret of astrology. I'm going to tell you something really important about astrology. When you know your North Node, this is why I really preach this when I do chart reads for people, by the way. If anybody wants a chart read or a tarot read, contact me. Um, but one thing you want to know is that there's always going to be challenging aspects in astrology. We've always got squares coming and things. So the idea is that we keep our eye on the North Node, which is what we're headed for, which is the benefic, which is which is our purpose, which is our calling. And then you just jump over the obstacles as they come, but we just keep our focus on where we're headed. And then we just kind of roll with the punches. You just kind of get out of the way, adapt. And <laughs> so without getting too, you know, too focused on them at the time, you know? And um, so, yeah, just stay in the light, basically. Keep your mind and head and heart in the light and you'll get through it all, you know? And you know, I think it gets easier with practice too. Like it's the, the more you 
you focus on where you're going and you get and you're less distracted by the, the things that that block your path you know right. you find a way around them or a way to navigate them yeah the easier it becomes like the more you do it the easier it becomes and yeah. You'll find where you are. Yeah. When you become really aware of your own personal chart and you know your planets, you know what houses are, you can really flow, you know it it helps a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it does. You're right. I mean, I I can speak from personal experience on that for yeah. sure. It does, it helps a lot. So well, Madeline, thank you so much for yeah. being here today. And so thank Madeline you. and I are going to bid you all adieu for this month. But thank you so much for joining us on this month's Soulful Sessions Cosmic Forecast. See you here next time. Lots of love. Bye.